30s were awesome. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you remember 29, everybody was like, oh my gosh, you're going to be 30, your last 20s. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go back to my 20s if you paid me. I loved my 30s. Once I hit 40, it was like this little thing shift <laughs> and things started to fall. Welcome to Let's Not Sugarcoat It, a podcast about the real, raw, and unfiltered side of motherhood. We're your hosts, Bella, Alex, and Amy. Let's get into it, ladies. All right, ladies, let's get into it. Today, we're talking about change, all kinds of change, small changes, big changes, life changes, body changes, all the whole shebang, shebang. But I think we're going to start with a bit of a story because the three of us moved um, around the same time we we changed cities and uh, our kids started school at the same time uh, and um, we met a, like about a year, year, yeah, year, a year and, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Year, no, not even a half, a year ago, year a bit, September. September of, yeah, a year yeah. and a bit ago. Yeah, so um, talking about the, you know, uprooting your family, leaving everything you know behind. Uh, for me, my story was we quickly packed, we sold our house, quickly had to pack up, move from, you know, 4,000 square feet to 450 square feet for a couple of months <laughs> because our Airbnb that we were renting is not ready. It was the four of us and two cats. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, I spent a lot of weekends at other Airbnbs. <laughs> <laughs> to escape your family. To escape. So that I said, if we're all going to be in this tiny space during the week, on the weekends, I don't want to, I don't want to touch anybody. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then we moved. Uh, I moved the kids because the husband works out of town currently, and I moved the kids to Kelowna and and got into our much bigger, four times the size of the <laughs> teeny tiny bachelor pad. Um, and uh, and then we started school. So the girls had to, you know, start a new school. I I did hold them back one one year, so I think that was a great way for us to do that because then they're not feeling that pressure of not being with their friends, right? So this was a, a perfect time. They right. they did grade four in Edmonton and then yeah. grade four again started in, in, in Kelowna. So was it grade four? Yeah, grade four. Or yeah, double. <laughs> Feels like a lifetime they, ago. Because no, they're in grade four now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are they? Three. Yeah, they were yeah, in grade three. three. Yeah. <laughs> Time. What day is it? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, they, no. So grade, grade yeah. three. Yeah. They redid grade three. Yes. And I think that was a really mm-hmm. change, right? We're so scared of of change and, and pushing our kids through. But I felt like with uh, COVID and everything that was happening in the world, I, I thought the education system kind of... Fell apart at one moment, and like I didn't are you want holding to, back. On I know. Say say that. I don't want to say. say. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like watch your words, there, ladies. No. Uh, yeah. I just. It, I. I felt like it failed us, and uh, I wasn't going to push my kids through because that's what you know this education system wants to do right now. Nobody's holding their kids back, and. I felt like it needed to be done. So it's great, perfect. And then, and then mid year, I I pulled my kids out because we bought a house and moved them to the current school that they are. So the house was like dysregulated, a lot of change happening. Mm-hmm. We were going through a reno, and uh, that was 
a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem saying that. That's for sure. I've never done anything like it. Um, and yeah, lots of lots of emotion, lots of change, and how that affected our household. Uh, my kids. I did a lot of yelling, <laughs> a lot, and I don't know. I don't want to be that yelling mom, but I am right now. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh my god! Like I feel like. I'm losing control just because there's so much happening in in our lives right now and it's not stopping. You know, you, you're kind of going uphill, the train. It just keeps going. It's going up, but now I'm like on this down. It's going so fast and I have no brakes. Mm. And, I, and I'm, I'm feeling a little dysregulated. I'm feeling like I have to <laughs> keep everything together. Uh, and yeah, I sometimes, you know, want to scream so loud. I do in my car sometimes drive around mm. to see, feel like letting it out, just mm. roaring and screaming. Maybe that will help me not to scream at my children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I started is, doing that and I'm still yelling at them, but it yeah, does help. It does help just release yeah. that built up energy. Yeah. What was moving like for you, Alex? Uh, it was Good. Like I felt like the transition is always hard. Change is hard. I was, well, it's not always hard, I guess, but the idea at first is like, I feel like we build ourselves up that change is hard sort of as a society, right? So then I was going to, I felt like, oh, I'm going to miss my friends. I had this great community there. So I was worried about that. But then it's like, as, as long as you're open to it, I felt like I found that right away here. Everyone always says in Kelowna, it's so hard to meet people. But I feel like everyone we've met is all from out of town. So it's nice to meet people. My kids, like Evie, doesn't love change. So I'm trying to work on that. But she gets like a little bit worried, I'd say. So she was worried about moving, worried about meeting her friends. But she met friends right away. She's good at making friends. And then she moved schools this year again. And she was worried about that. But now she's super happy. So kids are so adaptable, but it's so yeah, hard. So resilient, yeah. I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with mm-hmm. with that's what I noticed because we moved a few times. So for for us, I always treat it as an adventure. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep it so they don't feel so much pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And I make it fun and exciting. But then it's myself. I find I'm more because I'm trying to juggle so many things. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. See, for us, it was definitely, I'm not going to say it was easy, but I will say as someone who moved the first time in her life, a big move from where I grew up, it was the single most um, personal growth I've done for myself, moving here, meeting new people, putting myself out there, um, growing a new business, putting my kids in a new school. It was so much at at once, you're right. And I think we just kind of move through it and don't even think about it. You're just like a robot, you just keep going. But when I stop and look back... I realized it was so growth enhancing for my kids too. You know, to go to a new school of 600 kids, get in there and meet people. um, They just, they grew so much from that. And so it has been such a good thing for us. It wasn't necessarily easy and smooth, but it was so worth it. And I think COVID helped in that regard that everything was so up, down and all around anyways, that moving was just another chaotic transition. Mm. From the world we were in, it was just, it kind of became the norm that everything was just, nothing was stable anymore. And I kind of feel like that's still, you know, we're fluid as opposed to nothing's nothing's stable. And so we're just having to get used to whatever, I guess, the new normal is. Yeah. 
Yeah, and adapting on the go type thing. I yeah. do like the word fluid. Mm-hmm. I have to, had to and still have to be very fluid in my careers and just my life because my husband is always the one that has the stable, like we cannot change his mm-hmm. career. Although we can, <laughs> we can, but it's very hard. Brenda. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so I've always taken that role of being adaptable. Like I had to adapt yeah. to his circumstances. So it, it's easier for me to, you know, move and meet people. It just, it we moved two times, three times in the last year. Yeah, it's a lot. Like. It, it, yeah, it was a lot for one person to handle. So I feel maybe it's just catching up to me because I had to be strong. I had to be, you know, the one that has her shit together, managing a reno, managing the kids' school, you know, getting all the activities. Because again, he moved away and, and uh, not moved away. He works away. <laughs> it probably feels like that sometimes, though sometimes, yeah. right? Because Edmonton thought he had moved away for a yeah. while. <laughs> so, yeah, somehow we ended up being divorced on paper. I don't know. That's another story. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, like just managing all of that. Change is not hard. It's not hard. It's the words we say about it's it. It's the for word. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and how we deal with it. Yeah. Right. Because it, it's the mindset. It's scary. It's not hard. That's yeah. the thing. It's hard to step into a change. Yes. I think. Yeah. Because there's fear in it. But I know that whoever the infamous they is say that, okay, but if you can step aside or over the fear, yeah. then. I always say the analogy because we bungee jumped with my husband when we were younger. I don't know if I could do it again, but (laughs) uh, he went first and he stood on that platform and the guy went, you know, three, two, one, bungee. And he freaking went. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought he would like, you know, stay there and and, Take and take a minute. So, you know, we did the video. He's like, yeah. And then I went, well, it took me 10 minutes. Yeah. And the guy was telling me the longer you stand in this fear, the fear is going to grow. Yeah. It's not going to get easier. You're going to, and it did. I, I mean, I cried at some point. I yelled to him that I can't do this. There's a bunch of people starting lining up because, you know, mm-hmm. and then finally when I jumped, this intense feeling of, oh my gosh, like I'm so happy I did this. This is amazing, right? And yeah. then I started laughing and, you know, just... Why? It took yeah. so much. Like that so fear. You yep. know, every cell in my body was like, do not do it. And and there are situations in life that, you know, you feel that way, you know, moving. Mm-hmm. Do not do it. Everything is because comfort, right? Yeah, that, comfort and, is, yeah. But once you do it, I think it's it's amazing because mm-hmm. I'm so happy, you know, we we were able to manifest this because we had no, we had no plans. I just decided that's it because uh, I'm like, I'm done. I can't do the weather. I told my husband, I need to go. He's like, what do you want for your birthday? Uh, I said, a flight to Kelowna and a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And, and you he got listened. Yeah, yeah, he listened. He, we flew out with a couple of friends and got the realtor and, you know, drove around. And, and then we started taking action. That's yeah. the yeah. thing, right? Is you fear this change, 
But once you start taking actions, it's not as scary. Yeah. Because you're not taking it all on at once. Yeah. Mm. You're taking it one step at a time. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, we just put it out in the universe that we're moving and uh, things started happening. He started getting job offers and I started meeting people on Facebook pages, you know, flew back out here again, uh, met a couple of girls that I met online, you know, so supportive. You just have to ask. Yeah. Right. So and start and start. Yeah. We had a similar story in that sense. I've always wanted to live in Kelowna since I was a little girl, since the first time I came here. And uh, much like everyone, I think with COVID, it just shook everything up. Like talking about stability and fluidity, Mm -hmm. nothing was stable anymore. The world was, we never knew what was going to happen. And so it suddenly felt for me easier to conquer that fear because there was no stability in staying and there was no stability in going. And it was kind of like a little bit like, you know, I often say to people, we sort of jumped and hoped the parachute would open. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of joke around <laughs> that. We're still not sure. We're still on the way down and we're not sure it's going to open, but we did it anyways. And you're right. It is a real leap of faith. Um, but again, going back to just like such a personal growth and such a, you know, good feeling of just conquering that fear and doing it and thinking what's the worst that could happen. And when you talk to everyone that's moved here, kind of has a similar story. We sort of just did it quick. You rip the Band-Aid off and you're going. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't stop to think. Don't stand on don't that think. platform <laughs> too <laughs> long. <laughs> well, I was, I don't know if you guys have ever read that, um, any books by Barbara Stanny, but I was doing this uh, business coaching. So I was reading this book and she had this great analogy that every, we put these ceilings on ourselves and anytime we're trying to level up or do something else or take a leap of faith, she and it's a book for women. So she said something like, "Every woman who's ever made a big change has been there, standing, clinging to the ledge, like <laughs> dragging their nails, <laughs> refusing to let go until they do, and then they get to the next thing, whatever that is." Yeah, you have to. Yeah, but it's that jump. Go. The letting go is the hardest part. Yeah. yeah, but don't you guys feel like too when you're in it, it was you don't like what you're saying right now. It's moving so fast, and you don't have any breaks. And it's only when you stop and look back Mm -hmm. that you realize, wow, we did it and we did so much. And look at all the beautiful things that came from it. Mm -hmm. When you're in it, it's hard to see that. And as I said, kind of our lives, and I think many people's lives right now are just kind of, okay, one foot in front of the other. Don't just keep going, keep going, keep going. And it's taking those moments to look back and realize- My husband, yeah. All the good things that come from it. Because I was like, okay, I'm done the project. I'm- Moving forward, there's no stopping. And he's like, you know, uh, take a moment and reflect on all that has happened yeah. in the last year and a half. And celebrate how, the wins. Yes, and the accomplishments yeah. that we, you know, yeah. had yeah. together uh, and just individually where we are right now. Yeah. But he's like, take a moment because mm-hmm. I do, I do do the bulldozer thing. Oh, <laughs> just, me too, for sure. Well, and then I think it's easy to get wrapped up in what's not working. Yeah. And like like we were just talking about the the wording, right? Yeah. What's hard? What's, you know, what's what's not working? It's not, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's like it's busy. Focusing on the negatives, yeah. right? And when we stop and take a look at our wins and how far we've come, I know that was a huge thing for me was it was, it's been a lifetime of a year. So mm-hmm. much has happened for all of us at this table. Mm-hmm. And when I stop and look at all the things that have happened, and when I actually look back at the life I wanted to create for myself, I realize I've created it. Yeah. 
you know? I mean, it wasn't a yellow brick road of creation. But we're here. Like, we're we here. did it, right? Yeah. Like, and then there's not a lot of people that can say, hey, we just decided to uproot and, and go and try. Yeah, we just try. At least try. There's no, you know, winning, losing. There's no failure unless, yeah. you know. You gotta try. You, you gotta try, right? And even, and, and I, I don't even like the word fail, failure. Yeah, I can't even say it. See, failure. Failure. <laughs> it's not part of your vocabulary. It's not part of my vocabulary because, you know, it's it's for me, it's like shifting gears. Yeah. If something's not working, we're going to shift. Yeah. It's not working, we're going to shift and yeah. try the different, you know, we learn from our mistakes or, yes. you know, yeah. if something's not working, okay. As long as you can look back and say, hmm, this is not working. This is why. So let's switch gears. You're winning. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and kind of in line with our the reason why we started this podcast about how, you know, um we all felt like social media was more of a highlight reel. And yeah. what I love so much right now, I feel like and maybe it's been out there for a while, but I'm really seeing a lot more conversation around shifting yeah. and how talking about how, you know, yes, I, people are are being very honest about the fact that they're their road to success was not always smooth. Yeah. And I feel like there's really a lot of talk about that right now. And I love that because it it kind of creates us, yeah, like it helps us all feel like, okay, yeah, like entrepreneurship is not, it's not an easy road. No. And and it's like you said, shifting. I guess that's we're just talking about our wording. Maybe we maybe it is an easy road, but just being accepting of the fact I think it's that it's ever an easy road. Well, no entrepreneur who's like a millionaire is going to no, sit but there I'm and be saying, like that was an easy road. No, no, but I'm just where's saying, the we just, easy button? We just talked yeah. about from Staples. That was yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> but we just talked about this. We yeah. get to say how it is. So yeah. how is it? But what I like is reshifting that word. Yeah, it's not failure. It's, it's all a in learning. The learning. It's learning. Yeah. But that's to bring this all back to parenting. Like that is actually. I, an important skill, I think, to teach kids is that you're not failing. And sometimes I think my kids sit there and they're like, I want to draw this perfectly. I want to do this, whatever. But you're yeah. not learning if you're not yeah. trying Making, yes. and doing something, yeah. right? Yeah. I definitely had a fear of failure. I wouldn't, I didn't take on anything unless I knew I was going to be good at it. Yeah. And that was a really limiting life for a long time. Right. And just realizing that it's okay. You have to learn. You have to start somewhere. You have to start with that beginner's mentality. Yeah. And be yeah. open and accepting along the way, right? Yeah. What about changes in ourselves, like body-wise and health-wise? And how do you guys feel? Because I know we're in our 40s. Old now. <laughs> we're not old. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Midlife crisis old. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, you know, at, at 40, things have shifted. Things mm -hmm. have, they're changing, yeah. right? Hormonally, uh, physically, Emo like emotionally and I, we have kids around that you know 10 11 12 is she 12 she's 12. gonna be 12 yeah, 12, yeah. yeah. um we're, we're coming up to the teens and you know perimenopausal premenopausal whatever you want to call it it's coming up for us too so changes yeah. in both like because we all have girls right. going through that part yeah so it's lots of hormones in the house. Lots of hormones. <laughs> and they all like a like, good training bra. Yes. <laughs> it's like a trend now. It is totally, totally trending. Mm. Mommy, I need a bra. I'm like, yeah. for what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So they all have the same bra. Now it's cool because they're wearing their pajamas. Yeah, the pants with the, the bottom pants. with the bra. That's all yeah. they have. Yeah, so Those fun. are the, the changes that, you know, it's like, holy shit, I want a girls. But now it's, you know, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> 
those type of changes, the body changes yeah. and emotional, you know, they're talking about boys. Yeah, their crushes. Uh, their crushes and stuff like that. It's but it yeah. I'm I for me, I don't um I feel a lot of anger. Mm. I don't know why it is like right now that's that's what I'm rage. feeling. I just rage. Yeah, that's better than anger. I think I feel the rage. I think rage is like serious business. For me, I've noticed body changes for sure. But what I've really noticed is like mental clarity for Mm. me. I feel like trying to keep it all together. I mean, I have lists upon, yes, squirrel, huge. (laughs) And I have lists upon lists upon lists. And if I don't write it down, it's gone, poof, Mm. you know? And so... That becomes tricky. I with feel like kids. even when you do write it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she writes it down, but she doesn't. <laughs> and then she's like, I note. can't find it. It's <laughs> one one scroll back, Amy. <laughs> but then once something glittery comes along, and I'm it's like, like Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so maybe I want to look over there. Yeah. yeah. So parenting around that is is difficult, and it it is. It kind of scares me sometimes because I'm like, so I, yeah. Anyway, do you feel got, it's because we have so much going on? More so than before. I think, yeah. The business and, you know, this podcast yeah. and the kids, you, you know, events and, and shifting careers, starting new things. Women do a lot more these days, I yeah. find. I think it's overstimulation too. Maybe. Our lifestyles are so overstimulated. We've got, you know, you've always got your phone going. Emails come in. We're expected to have all the things organized for school. You got to have lunches. Like you got, you have to, have, there's so many balls in the air at any given time. And we're sort of expected to have it all handled. Yeah. And, for and look me, perfect. And look perfect. Then run a business, be a perfect wife, keep yourself in shape. Oh, and don't forget to take time for yourself and meditate. You know, yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. deal with your mental health in there somewhere. Just do it all. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, yeah, yeah it, something is sacrificed all the time. And it's sort of self-imposed pressure too, right? To do it all. Yeah. yeah. And look perfect. Yeah. Look the part. You know, I called my husband the other day and the girls wanted FaceTime. It was early in the morning and I had this full moon is totally messing up my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wake up and, you know, you don't have... He's not used to seeing me. Well, he is when he's home, but yeah. not via FaceTime. So, you know, girls FaceTime daddy and, oh, hi, daddy. Hi, this. And then and then they give me the phone and he looks at me, those eyes. And he's, oh. <laughs> Rough night. I, you know, I'm like, what? You know, it, it, I felt the pressure to look good for my husband because of his reaction. Yeah. But was that his real reaction or was he like, whoa, you look stressed and you took that as Or was reaction? that your probably, perception? Yeah. It was probably my perception because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, do I have to run upstairs and like do my hair? <laughs> I started like fidgeting, whatever, and pulling my face back. And <laughs> like, It was probably more um, the way you answered. You were probably like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it was. He, I didn't say anything. I just lifted the phone to my face. <laughs> he probably saw the rage. He probably yeah. saw. I was, I was tired. But yeah, yeah. That, the changes are coming. The changes for sure. Yeah. And that that a pressure of looking a certain way. Yeah. That's true. Right. Uh, I don't. And maybe I put it on myself. But when somebody says, oh, you look tired. Oh, you know, you put on a few pounds. That's my Polish family. Okay. Because I know in Canada that would not fly. But they're like, oh my God, you know, you're you're a little fat. (laughs) So, 
Because they think they're doing you a favor by telling yeah, you. Yeah, because they're just being honest. Just being honest. Maybe I didn't know what take it, yeah. You know, then you do your crash diet. Oh, jeez. But yeah, like those changes, like I I feel them and they bother me a little bit. I They do. Like I can see... The, the jowls and not vanity so much. I think I'm scared of getting old. And I I question why, why? Because like back, um, well, maybe because my mom is the same way. So I always, you know, she always looks good and she, she does, always, yeah. you know, she'll tell you not to wear certain socks. And then do it herself. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be honest. But yeah, like it's just, um, it does. It, the, the changes in the body, you know, like the extra... You know, it's not as firm. Uh, you know, the 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 jowly parts, and you know, just I don't know. Like, I, is it because of the social media? Is it because everybody's expected to look perfect? Yeah. I would say for me, that's the case. I keep looking in the mirror, and while I'm not unhappy with what I see, mm-hmm. I keep saying to myself, "I'm only 44." Mm-hmm. And then I look at celebrities that are older than me, that are like 55. Yeah. And I think, oh boy. But again, even though we try to coach our kids about this, I think we as women, we don't, it doesn't come to our mind right away that, oh, she's probably had surgery or she's probably doing both, you know, all those yeah. things. We just constantly, I shouldn't say constantly, but I often compare myself yeah. and I think I'm only 44. Yeah. I got a long way to go. It's because it started like when we were like, Little that starts forever ago, right? It's in everything. It's in Disney. It's in yeah. magazines as a kid. All of it. Those seventeen magazines. You're expected to look a certain, a certain way. way. And I think going back to what you said, it's absolutely one hundred percent self imposed because mm-hmm. you know I am the only one judging myself. I'm sure other people are judging me, but it's more we're harder on ourselves than anyone yeah. else is going to be. Yeah, and, and then so we, yeah, I think it goes back to we notice. The flaws. The flaws. We don't log for. I wouldn't notice in you, you what know? you're saying. You wouldn't. That's <laughs> well, your thank pick you. out. No, but it's it, true. it is. It's it. It totally is. Right. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think it's just. Thirties uh, <laughs> were awesome because mm-hmm. you know you remember twenty nine. Everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, you're gonna be thirty. Your last twenties. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go back to my twenties if you paid me. I loved my thirties. Once I hit forty, it was like this little thing shift <laughs> and things started to fall like I don't know I don't, my hands hurt like I'm like I have to check if I have arthritis <laughs> and my I but like you know I used to be super sporty kind of them but not super duper because I couldn't get on the freaking um wakeboard to surf you know oh. behind the <laughs> boat and I usually I'm pretty good at picking things <laughs> up, but for some reason, this sport is ridiculous. By tweak, but <laughs> the sport's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> she can do it. I can do it. I tweaked my knee, and I'm still I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to snowboard? I feel it, you know, and I'm doing my squats and stuff like that, going upstairs. Like, wow, I didn't have that earlier yeah. on. But the the shifts, it's not just like in the looks, but it's also in the body. Yeah. I feel a lot more. So Alex, I'm sure you cannot feel your fall. Yes, I <laughs> fell on ice on the way here and I'm still dying. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're not going to probably recover. <laughs> no, quickly. Like, I worried about my hips. I was, didn't want to break a hip. I know, right? Like yeah. you, you started worrying about those types of changes, yeah. right? So. Yeah, but I think this is the thing that's normal. We are, you know, as much as we are spiritual beings, we have a human vessel that we're in. 
and they do get used over time. And I think, you know, in comparison to how you've lived your life, if you've been really sporty mm-hmm. and very active, you know, you've used your joints quite a lot. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just normalizing that, right? Mm-hmm. That, but also if you look back to our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation in their 40s, you were a senior by then. Oh, yeah. You know, look, so we're yeah. so much younger. We're younger thought and younger doing things, but our bodies are still so aging young. the same way. Yeah. yeah. And our parents were like younger when they had us. So they were younger yes. than us. When, when we were 10 yeah. and 11. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I look at my, my grandma had, I think, her last uh, child at 34. So I had my kids at 32. Um, but at 40, she looked old. Yeah. She had, you know, the babush. Like she looked like a Polish babcha, you yeah. know, like she really did. And I, I'm now 42 and I'm like, holy man, such a difference. You know, it's two yeah. generations. Yeah. Because really, but back then too, like it's war and yeah. all, it's hard you know, hardship for yeah. sure. So I guess, you know, we have it good. We do. Because look at us. Yeah, Yeah. We also have more, you know, I mean, that's a whole other topic, but I was going to say, we kind of have knowledge and we maybe take a little better care of our bodies Mm -hmm. with nutrition and vitamins, but that could be debatable. I don't know if I do with all the wine I drink. Yeah, okay, fair (laughs) enough. But that's debatable too, because that generation basically like lived off their land. Yeah. You know, so that's debatable. But this was an interesting... uh, my, a couple of my girlfriends and I noted that Golden Girls, you know, the traditional yeah, yeah. Golden Girls, yeah. they were only in their 40s when they filmed that. Mm-hmm. And they were meant to look like they were in their 70s. They did look old. They did. They did and so older. our whole, we're moving that way. And yeah. that's what I'm saying is like, we're expected, we're still competing, I think, with, you know, 30-year-olds, right? Yeah. And our bodies are <laughs> saying, Our bodies uh-uh. are sinking. <laughs> sinking. <laughs> well, I think my boobs will remain <laughs> upright till I'm 90. <laughs> Unless I take out the silicone. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know about you girls. I noticed, I feel like I, I honestly looked my best when I was 40. And then... From 42 on, and it could be all the stress. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there it could was be a lot. all the changes that yeah, are happening. There was a lot of stress from 42 to now. I'll say that in my life. And um, it's managing it. I'm getting better at it. But I, I look back at pictures and I go, oh my God, I'm so beautiful. So that's like, that. there's that social media meme going around yeah. right now about take pictures of yourself. Take lots mm-hmm. of pictures of yourself. Because I think we often do, I know I do, look back at pictures and think, oh, I looked mm, so good. Yeah. And at that time, all I could think about was my flaws. Yeah. And we look back and think we look, you know, yeah. we'll look back in years now and think how great we looked. And we're talking about our, you know, extra yeah. pounds and jowls, right? I know. I maybe w- we should start thinking of things that look good about ourselves then. Yeah, maybe yeah. change the language, yeah. I agree. I think we should. Yeah, because I, I did do a boudoir photo shoot. A girlfriend did it for me because, you know, being a photographer, or still am, I'm not going to say... Former because I still take a lot of pictures. I yes. just don't get paid for it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're still great at it though. And so, um, yeah. And my whole thought process was I better do it now because if, you know, I get older, I'm not going to want to look at my body. But I did it at 40, right? And and they're saying, oh, only like you did it at 40. Why didn't you do it at like 30, 20? Because then your body is a certain way. And I did, like, when I was looking at the pictures, when I first looked at the pictures, uh, I was like, oh, that's all I focused on was the, oh, I have a roll here. Oh, this is not looking good. Oh, look at my, the lack of my butt, not the butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
But now it's been two years since I had it then. And I uh, accidentally went into my do not, uh, what's that? What's hidden. The, hidden, hidden folder. Because <laughs> I had to get my phone fixed. So I really wanted to know, can they look at my hidden folder? <laughs> they can. They can. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to be well, like goodness, Kardashian. Right? <laughs> maybe I should have let them, you know, maybe we would have gotten the Kardashian fame, uh, you know, because I released a, a sex tape. Yeah, sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. now I look at them and I'm like, no, I, I think I look pretty good. It's yeah. when you're in that moment, you you tend to focus on the bad. Well, I did and I do still. Mm-hmm. Um, but now years have passed and I don't see that anymore. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't. Well, as a beauty professional, I'm in the beauty industry. And so I hear a lot of women talk about their appearance. And I'll tell you, and it's really sad to me, the common theme is that we all can are quick to point out our flaws. Yeah. When you ask someone what they like about themselves or, you know, rarely do I ever hear about, well, I like this feature or I like my hair this way. We all are quick to point out our flaws. And, the, and I really do believe it's self-imposed because I promise you, I'm looking at you and seeing what a great body you have or, you know, things that I find flaws in someone else might see beautiful about me. Yeah. So I think we really, I would love for us all to change that wording. And I'm really conscious about that around my girls because raising girls, especially yeah, in a time that. of, you know, uh, it's all about looks and yeah. how they look. And I'm trying, I'm really conscious about how I talk about myself. Yeah. And um, I think it's, I would love to see that change in just humanity, really, to mm-hmm. embrace Everything about ourselves, you yeah. know, what makes us unique. Yeah, I, I guess I'll yeah. have to s- change my language around my kids <laughs> too, because, you know, uh, we're we're going to a restaurant, a fancy one. Go get change. We don't look like riffraff around here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, and they do. They, I, I notice them looking in the mirror and you know using that language. Oh, yeah. I'm fat. Yeah, or I don't look good. Oh, yeah, Evie said she was fat. I'm like, mm, oh my god, sure you <laughs> you're like the fat. yeah. <laughs> but, but isn't that so sad? Yes. Yeah, it's so sad to me. Yeah, and but. I don't know where that influence comes in. And and just even at this young age, not being okay with how they look. Yeah, there's so many other things in in their life to uh, but can, see, be concerned about. We're kind of like we're not not hypocritical, but we're kind of being like that's the problem. It starts as a young age. We have that language in our own heads and it gets passed down yeah. through every channel imaginable, social media, magazines, movies, romance novels, all of them. Yeah. And it's like, this is how a pretty person looks. If you aren't that, then you're not that. Yeah. And we all have that language. We're like, mm-hmm. we all will look in a mirror and see our flaws. Then that's just how it gets kind of like perpetuates. And I guess it goes back to, like you said, modeling, right? So when we all get together, our kids are listening. Yeah. And so it's like, what are we talking about? How are we talking about ourselves? Yeah. And to take it a step further and deeper, what's our internal self-talk, right? Maybe that starts with when you look in the mirror. Yeah. What do you say about yourself? And how I do don't talk say kind kids? things. Like me that's neither. the thing is no. my husband always, if he hears me muttering under my, you know, nose, some <laughs> words, he's like, pardon me, what did you say? And then he'll do... I'll say five kind things about right. you. Because yeah. I do that to the kids, right? Yeah. Like we're in this, you know, let's let's talk positive, yeah. not this negative talk all the time, bringing ourselves yeah. down. 
But yeah, and like we I do, do it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are. We Shifting. are our own worst critics. I promise you. Yeah, you. Could, I guarantee you, nobody would look at your boudoir photos and see a role. I promise. Oh, but you would. I well, you maybe know? not. Like I did for sure, a hundred percent. And out of like you know the hundred photos that we took, we had fun. Yeah. But I would have been like, oh, I only like the ones that where I'm full, like almost fully clothed because I did some with some sweaters, just my legs are showing, right? So those are the ones that I liked because I was covered. Yes. Yeah, right? Because I do have, you know, body image issues for sure, 100%, right? Which so, is crazy to me, but... I know, um, but yeah. So, but let me ask you guys this because I'm always curious. I can honestly say 100% when I'm looking at... A, a photo or social media, I honest to God, I'm never looking to see if there's a role. You know, yeah. when somebody posts a photo of themselves, I never look to yeah, see. Yeah, but you're looking to see what you like and then you're comparing that you don't have that. No, That's well, we no, uh, no, I look and see, I'll think, oh, I love, like, oh, she's smiling. What is she doing? Oh, what is the, what is she talking about? Or, oh, I like her hair. I am, I'm quick to pick out what I do like. You're right. But I wouldn't, I never assess anyone. I but think the, we all I think, think that's what I'm do. saying. Like you're looking at what you, that's still on some level assessing, right? Where you're consciously saying that person looks good. And in our brain, since we don't talk to ourselves nicely, on some subconscious level, you're saying that person looks good. The next time you go to a mirror, if you were like, her hair was so beautiful, she was so beautiful. You're like, oh, I don't look that good. And if we're saying that to ourselves... Part of that's because you looked at someone and said they looked amazing. I think I I think I do that depending on the context because I will say honestly, when I'm devouring social media, I'm interested in what are you telling me? And I actually like the photos and the videos when they show up raw and real. Yeah. You know, where it's like, okay, she she just got up this morning and decided she was gonna jump on and do a story. I like that. I'm kind of I look at that and I'm like, wow, she's brave mm. <laughs> yeah, to do sure. that because I say, I don't know if I could do that like yeah, 100% see, maybe I, I'm different I don't. that's the thing right it's like and, and so yeah I guess for me it's I feel like right now we're we're not able to be ourselves because of social media mm-hmm. right and now we have to have challenges right like these stupid yeah. challenges where it's like oh challenge go on social media without makeup like wh- why does it challenge? have to be challenge why yeah. can't be this the norm mm-hmm. yeah right i think it's starting to move that way though yeah i think people are starting, starting to, to get... go that way and there's less filtering going on as you see it's a little oh, more i don't like, know i feel like there's, I think more, there's more filters, filters. Maybe we're div- well i don't know yeah. i feel like the stuff i'm looking at because i'm also in the beauty world and yeah. so the 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 main focus is not to filter yeah. as much because it's not real then yeah and for people looking at inspiration photos well, it's making my job harder if they're filtered I'm funny. I, don't I don't know I feel like all the beauty ones maybe I gotta go in your account and see what you're following yeah. but <laughs> all the ones I follow like even the unfiltered photos they're filtered you could yeah you could unfilter the unfiltered photos or, yeah yeah like yeah, I yeah, do. I feel like I'm not saying do. it's not happening, but I yeah. think we're starting the conversation of people are not responding as well to that. Yeah. I think most people are responding to raw and real. And sometimes you might think, yeah, it's brave of them, but I feel like I I don't see that. I don't see that first. Maybe that's like a different mindset. I don't mm-hmm. think brave. I honestly think, what is she going to say? Or what's like, oh, it's fun. She's laughing. Or, you know, like that's how I devour content. But I also think too, um, when we're posting, like when we're posting photos of ourselves, yeah. you're assessing to see, do I have a role? Are my teeth, like, what do I look like? 
So we're judging that ourselves. And I'm saying, I'm just saying that I don't think a lot of people are looking at that. Yeah. Looking at the things that we're worried about posting. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I was saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. We're we're all in agreement. So we're in agreement. We agree, but disagree, but agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about sex, you guys? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. So, like, you know, obviously changes are happening in that department. Uh, What are you guys like? What's the sex life right now? Because we are in the big change. Yeah. For me, it's up, down. For me, it's like sometimes I definitely could go without. And other times it's like, uh, I'm like totally hormonal and yeah. mm-hmm. need it. Yeah. But there was a time when I was always hormonal and needed yeah, it. Yeah. So now yeah, it's, I feel like now it's waning a bit. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's, I, it's interesting. I don't know if that's because I've had the same partner for years. Yeah. Like maybe if I was footloose and fancy free and had a young Stetson kicking around. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but also <laughs> I think it's hormones different. too, right? Yeah. yeah. The changes and, well, you know, you guys know I just had a, hysterectomy seven weeks ago and uh, we did try you know I didn't feel the need because you know I was I'm still stitched up all is good all is well but you know (laughs) I felt like I needed to because he's been without for six weeks seven weeks and I'm like well it's not about wifely duties (laughs) right Um, but yeah I, I feel like there was a spot where like my sex drive just kind of went down. Um, but I feel like now I feel the... It's coming it's back. Don't you think too? I just feel like sometimes, and I'm sure many women would agree with this. It's just one more thing to do in the day. Yeah. You know, like there's just not a lot of time. And I know for my husband and I, we're on completely different schedules right now. Yeah, He's up most nights and sleeps most of the day. Like we're just, there's no time. Yeah. For me, it's my parents moved in. Yeah. I'll have to drive to Chilliwack for it to get some three hours. If you're a screamer, that's a problem. No. Yeah, it has to, like, it's very... It's like you're back in high school almost. Yeah, it's like... That could be sexy though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It feels constrained, you know, me right. being caged in a certain way. Like I cannot express myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's. Uh, well, you certainly can't have sex in all the rooms. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've got to make sure that it's like the timing. You yeah, know, the yeah. timing of the their timing. vacation was so. Yeah. Fun. It's like, okay, quick, the parents went out for brunch. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and now the kids, like, I have to lock the door because the kids still yeah. come to mm-hmm. our bedroom, right? Yeah. So in the middle of the night, you know, you hear the. the yeah, you know, t- handle t- trying to open and you're like, oh, is that the cat? No, it's not. <laughs> you can yeah. stop everything, yeah. you know? I'm always worried about that too. And you think, oh my gosh, they're going to be scarred for life. Yeah. For life. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, for, but it is. It's, yeah. Sex has been kind of a topic in our house because it, it has changed, obviously, because I was, you know, plus my hormones were changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the reason I had the hysterectomy is because my flows were so, so heavy. And I was out for three days, like minimum, mm-hmm. seven days of flow, three days of like crazy, you know, uh, and I've had enough. So I didn't even feel like it, right? So it was like, I had a week of 
Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> that was a good sound effect. <laughs> it was very we're loud. right there with yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. So I felt, you know, and then you're just trying to get your mojo back and then you have all these other things. And then there's like that one window of like, okay, let's get it on. And then it's back to, I uh, don't yeah. feel like it. Yeah. Well, it's like, also I think too, there's so much research about, like, what's that book called? I don't remember, but it's about women and orgasms. And there's like so much research out there that says, like, I'm kind of envious of men. They can just turn something on and off and be like, yeah. I want to have sex. But women, it's all the emotional shit mm-hmm. yeah. in their head. And when you have so much going on in your head, yeah. you can like suddenly be like, now I'm not in the mood because I'm thinking about my life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or I'm so f- tired and I have to get all this organized for tomorrow and I have to sew costumes for the concert and I have to, yeah. you know, like I said, it mm-hmm. just is like one more thing, right? But, the, but then you read certain studies saying that sex is so important, you know, for your physical, mental, emotional, all yeah. your health, And it's apparently right? such a great calorie burner. It's so there totally, you go. there you go. Who it is, is to go it is, to the yoga? It is yoga. a proven <laughs> fact that yeah. orgasm is the single most life force giving event that can happen, yeah, whether wow. you're with someone or by yourself. It's yeah. important. But let me ask you guys this. Don't you guys, do you guys feel this way that um, I need, you know, there's that saying that like foreplay starts in the, you know, at the breakfast table kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be happening all day. Yeah. I can't have a busy day, be at my partner's throat and then then turn it on. Yeah, like you exactly. said, Alex. That's, yeah. Like it needs to be I need to be wooed all day yeah. and I need to be connected and I need to feel yeah. like to I'm like in love. You. Yeah. 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 I can't just sort of like, okay, let's get it on and, you know. My try, my, my husband tries a lot. Uh, and it's nice. Like, yeah. I, there's times I, I will respond. Yeah. Uh, his love language is touch and mine is not. It's act of service. So when ah. I'm doing something and he comes in for his touch, you know, for the hug, whatever. You're annoyed. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but he's trying to, you know, be all lovey-dovey and I'm just getting needs. pissed off. Right. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck are you in my way? <laughs> like right now, move out of the kitchen. Yeah. But, you know, I do, I think I need to, you know, change that a little bit. Change. <laughs> change my attitude towards and be a little bit more because receptive, because whatever I'm doing, the dishes can wait. Like, I just need to get out of my head, yeah. I feel. You know, like, if he wants to show me love and affection, then show me love and affection. Unless I'm burning toast, and I always burn toast, so. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just give him the affection. The toast <laughs> it will be burned. <laughs> if one thing's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, the change in in just the mindset, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be hard if you say it's going to be Pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to well, say ultimately, easy. Yeah. Ultimately, we get to choose how it's going to be, right? It's all yeah. about perception and how we, you know, which sounds great. But when you're in the moment, it's trying to remember that, that, you know, it's like our perception of what we see in the mirror. It's our perception of what's happening in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, you know, maybe kind of how we said we need to go back and celebrate our wins. I think looking at our bodies that way too and yes. looking at maybe our sex drives and our womanhood and, you know, about where we've been and, and, where we're going and what these beautiful bodies have given us, you know, like two children and we've done a lot with them, you know? Yeah. Mine has been cut, sliced, diced and all in between (laughs) and I'm still here, you know, like, thank you, body. Thank you. You know, sometimes I do, you know. It's that self-love, right? Yeah, it is. Although you, me and my uterus were not friends for a very, very long time. (laughs) But now you're getting back to it. So you kicked her out. (laughs) I did kick her out, eviction notice for sure. But I did tell her, a goodbye 
And did? I did thank her for bearing my children right. and allowing me to have yeah. them because again, you know, I had PCOS and I couldn't get pregnant. So we did the whole in vitro thing. So I needed to have a ton of procedures and I was so angry at my body. You know, I was so angry that mm-hmm. I wasn't a woman, you know, like that's one right, God-given right that I've, you know, is to bear children. Right, yeah. But I couldn't even do that, right? So I did, you but did. I did. And it was all, you know, thanks to uh, my mindset. Right. Yeah. Somebody told me, you know, your body is capable and you yes. have to talk to it as if it is. Because if you're constantly focusing on the negative that you can't, you're this, you're that, that's what you shall be. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can change that wording of aging mm-hmm. and, you know, have a little different mindset about it. And I love that you said that you uh, had that thankful for your your, yeah. your um, <laughs> uterus. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I felt emotional. I ha- I felt a little sad. Right. <laughs> One part of my body was Gone. leaving. Yeah. But we had to part. It, we weren't working well together. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, she served, <laughs> she served her purpose. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it was, you know, I think, yeah, the gratitude, the gratefulness. And we talk about it, but we have to practice it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. yeah. Change. Changing the way you talk to yourself. Yeah. Changing yeah. the way you do things and being okay and modeling change. it for our kids yeah, most importantly a, yeah so that eventually they are talking to themselves like that yeah right? yeah. yeah because yeah it is it's important yeah. it's important to be able to weather the storms yes. that come in and out through in our healthy, lives beautiful in a healthy beautiful way yeah mm-hmm. yeah and as always we're very curious about what what you have to say what the women of the world have to say what what do yeah. you think about this what are your changes and how do you embrace changes with grace yeah yeah <laughs> grace 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 and, grace. and ease yeah. and grace yeah. embracing change with ease and grace yeah if there is such a thing yeah, yeah. so let yeah. us know what you what your struggles are and the changes you're going through uh, anything you want us to talk about and touch on research for you guys and uh, yeah we'll Yeah, tell us what works and give us, you know, we can support each other in what works. Yeah. Yeah. Till next time. Thanks so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. So tell us what's going on in your world. What's what's working? What's not working? How we can support you? What are some good topics? And don't forget to follow us at Let's Not Sugarcoat It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you.